0: I'm Carrie, And I'm Erin. And we're keeping busy. This week, we enjoyed Easter festivities this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, and we made, we each made something special that I imagined. Did you have yours on Easter? I did have mine on Easter, yes. We
1: made raspberry charlottes. I had never heard of a charlotte before.
0: Uh, and I love them now. <laughs> well, that, that bodes well for what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, although if you read a lot of the recipes, it sounds like uh, a recipe for disaster, for lack of a better (laughs) phrase. Oh, it's going to leak out here. The cake is going to be gross. This is bad stuff Is going to happen. Or maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid of America's Test Kitchen because that's the recipe I used, where they think every other recipe is doomed (laughs) unless you follow their directions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i guess that's how they hook you yes that's how they hook you after everyone makes mistakes and all the mistakes you make you can come to america's test kitchen and we'll tell you how you did it wrong and how to do <laughs> it right so um how did yours come out i guess it must come out yummy if you love them now <laughs> they, yeah it came out really tasty i
1: used the recipe i got was from the kitchen and i still don't know how to say it how i choose to say
0: it. let's go mccabe mccabe the kitchen mccabe that's m-c-c-a-b-e because macabre is just not right (laughs) Um, maccabee might be but that takes too long to say mccabe is that's a fine
1: pronunciation (laughs) i said the mine was individual raspberry mousse charlotte's mine came out a little bit wider than this but they were they were very tasty but oh my god, like 12 bowls that I had to wash at the end of it.
0: Oh yeah, this was a definite kitchen cleaner outer. Like if you want to get everything out of your cabinets so that you can wipe down the inside of your cabinets, you <laughs> should make this recipe because all of your bowls, all of your measuring cups, all of your pans, everything will be on the counter or right? yeah. in the sink at some point. <laughs> There's a lot of components here. Do you want to go over yours first? Um, Sure. I did not... Like I said, I went with the, um, I don't remember, America's Test Kitchen recipe, and I did a single large Charlotte um, because I was going to be going to a family get-together on Sunday, and I felt like I never get to make a big cake because you need somebody to eat it. And I thought this (laughs) might actually be a chance where I get my dessert to be eaten. Uh I just realized after staring at this pop-up on the screen for about five minutes that... They don't let you look at the recipe unless you have a subscription. (laughs) I just figured that out. Yeah, I can't see this. I have the recipe because for a time I was subscribing to Cook's Illustrated magazine. And it's in there, so I had to go get it. So you can find the image of it online, which is cool looking. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, I like it. And amazingly, mine came out pretty good looking itself. Oh. The idea is typically, I guess, the, the recipe calls for Bavarian cream and a sponge cake and sometimes extra whipped cream on top. But this one actually has a chiffon cake as the base, and it's filled with a combination of a raspberry curd, which is lightened and mousified by some whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> Just folded into it. Um, And then you kind of cook a little bit of raspberry jam down with some uh, lemon and a little bit of gelatin so that you can make a punchy little pretty topping on it and studded with fresh raspberries. And I have to say, it sliced well, it looked pretty impressive, and it tasted really fresh. Like, I don't know, like the best combination of raspberries and fluffy whipped cream that you can think of with just a hint of the lemony brightness from the jam on top
1: oh nice
0: it was a great springtime dessert it wasn't too heavy it was light and fluffy and I thought it was very festive
1: now I can't see the recipe but I'm just so I'm just looking at the picture here but um what what is the size of the springform pan that
0: you used so in okay that is one trouble that I had I don't think my chiffon cake rose as much as it was supposed to because you take, you you split up your batter and you do an 8 inch round cake and then you make a separate 8 inch square cake and then you, after those cakes are cooked and cooled, you form them in a springform pan, a 9 inch springform pan so you put the 8 inch circle down and you spread it with the jam mixture and you cut the 8 inch square into 8 divided by four would be two. So two inch wide strips. And you um, kind of tuck these four strips around the outside of the eight inch base. Oh, so okay. that you then get a nine inch round cake. But that assumes that your cake has risen to about a half an inch. Because the round cake is eight inches and then you need a half inch on either side in order to get the nine inch diameter spring form. Mm-hmm. That's pretty essential, (laughs) it turns out, because um, as you can see with the filling, it actually fills the middle and then goes over the edges. Yeah. Um, So you need the springform pan there to set the mousse. Mine was not big enough to fill the springform pan because I I guess my cake didn't rise enough. It was probably more like a third of an inch, um, which doesn't sound like a big difference, but when you put it in a 9-inch springform pan, it was kind of slopping around. And had I poured in the mousse, it would have just run over the sides. So I actually made a parchment paper collar and duct taped it <laughs> <laughs> around the outside of my formed cake before I poured in the filling.
1: That's a very creative. Good job.
0: I mean, luckily, the filling is pretty thick when you pour it in anyways because of a combination of the curd which has some gelatin and cornstarch and egg yolk cooked into it so it's already kind of a thick texture and then you fold it into the whipped cream so it's not liquidy so it was able to hold up. I was worried about it but it made it. <laughs> it made it and then it set and it was good.
1: Everybody out there should look up a picture of this because it it's very angular in a way that is just impressive for a baked good, but I totally get how you would do it with cutting um, with cutting the the square the square cake and making the border yeah, but I, I bet it was very flashy when you served
0: it so unfortunately, I didn't get like one good picture of it because I felt weird standing in the buffet line and being like, "Everybody stand back. I need to get a picture of my cake. <laughs> But I did get a couple really bad pictures. so <laughs> <laughs> Send me one. I will send them to you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> and I want to see yours as well.
1: Okay. So searching around, you know, I was trying to decide if I wanted to use that kitchen McCabe mm-hmm. uh, recipe. And it seems like there's a lot of kind of variation on what exactly a Charlotte is. There's, there's no one set way.
0: Yeah, um, even the article that I have in the Cooks Illustrated shows, shows an example of one like the mini ones on the Kitchen McCabe that has lady fingers all around the outside. Um, then there's one where you actually roll up jam in the sponge cake and then I guess line a bowl with it. And then you pour the filling in it and then overturn the bowl so that like slices of jelly roll are actually covering the top so it almost looks like a turtle, like a turtle <laughs> shell. And a couple of other interesting, they call it the many forms of flawed charlottes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like not, you know, primping themselves up at all. The jam swirl on yours is
1: beautiful. Let me just Thank say that. Thank you.
0: I wish I had gotten like better lighting because it did look pretty cool.
1: Are those yours? Yeah, they came out pretty cute.
0: Oh my gosh, it looks just like in the picture. Yeah.
1: And I know last time I said I, there was no way that I would make Lady fingers from scratch, but I made Lady Fingers from scratch.
0: <gasps> oh, my Yay! gosh. I'm so impressed with you right now. They're beautiful. <laughs> and I love how you did the same thing they did in the picture where you have the kind of little mounds of whipped cream and mm-hmm. then the raspberries nestled into the little mounds. It's adorable. Thank you. So my recipe was... Um, They had you making
1: ladyfingers from scratch, which I wasn't going to do, but I did. And you make, basically, with your ladyfinger batter, a circle. It's about three inches. And then you make your little ladyfingers. So the base of the cake is your round ladyfinger. And then the crust, for lack of a better word, is the Uh ladyfingers standing up. Then inside you have a raspberry mousse topped with a lemon marscapone and then just a couple raspberries on top. this was such a pain to assemble because I do not have mini springform pans. If you're going to attempt this. Get uh, mini springform (laughs) pans. Yes. (laughs) What I ended up doing is I had the circle piece on the bottom. I loaded that up with some mousse. And then like one at a time, I kind of squished the lady fingers into the mousse. So the mousse acted like a little glue until I could get the string around the edge to tie them up.
0: And then Ah. I finished filling I have to say the other thing that's really uh, pleasing about this is with the lady fingers around the outside and the raspberries poking out at the top and the string around it, it's very reminiscent of an Easter basket.
1: Oh, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, here. <laughs> now I only
0: made two of these. I actually
1: cut the recipe in half. Well, okay, hold on. I made a full recipe of ladyfingers because it said that you can freeze them for like quick tiramisu some other day. So right. uh, I have half of those frozen. Then I made a half recipe of the raspberry mousse, which filled them up quite a bit. But I had to do a full recipe of the the lemon mascarpone, which is very odd. So I feel like their proportions are a little off. So just be prepared if you're following this recipe to maybe need some extra of some stuff. Yeah. I guess it's probably pretty dependent on how thick your lady fingers are and how, you know, big the spring form springform pan is and all that. That's just a watch out, I would say.
0: So, um, how did the ladyfingers turn out as you know not considering a Charlotte, but just as ladyfingers go? Did you really like them?
1: I liked them because they were softer than store bought ones. I've only ever had store bought ladyfingers, which are You know, drier towards the biscotti
0: side of things uh, so that they can soak things up really well. Well, there are actually, I think there's two kinds of ladyfingers. There are ones that are dry and kind of crunchy. And there are ones that are almost like that, those terrible little sponge cakes that they sell for (sighs) strawberry shortcake that just absorb strawberry juice until they fall apart. (laughs) So it's either on one end of the spectrum or the other where they're super, super soft or they're crunchy and hard.
1: Yeah, I've only ever had the crunchy, hard ones. So these were a softer version of that. They they went really well with the mousse uh, because you could kind of easily break off pieces without it crumbling. Yeah. I don't know. They were fairly easy to make, but this was it's definitely a three bowl recipe. So you you whip Egg whites with sugar, then you whip egg yolks with sugar, and then you have your flour mixture,
0: and it's, then you just fold for days
1: and bake yeah. them up.
0: It's interesting that we used such different recipes, but we both used every bowl and measuring <laughs> in the house. <laughs> yes, I, I made the the lady fingers a day
1: ahead of time, so I had time to clean those bowls before using them for the mousse. And everything. <laughs> I made
0: the cake a day ahead of time as well. And then um, because we were going to our in-laws for the weekend, um, so I brought the cake with me. So I didn't have to worry about that. But I still took about, it had to be two hours to do just the mousse filling and the jam topping. Yeah. It was a, a very long
1: process. And this has been yeah. the, the most, um, well, what's the right word? The most presentation-y thing that I have done in a long time where I tried really hard to make it look pretty at the end instead of just throwing it together and whatever it comes out comes out. Unfortunately, I'm the only one eating it because because my husband is being healthy. Well,
0: you've impressed me. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I think it's visually impressive, so that should tell you something.
1: I'm eating about a quarter of one of these a night, and the second one I'm thinking about bringing to work and giving to somebody or something because it's just like a
0: lot of sweet is it very big? It looks so tiny. I thought when you said you made two, it was like one for you and one for your husband.
1: Well, that was supposed to be what it was. I should take a picture for, um, like, comparison. I don't yeah. know. The, the plate that it's on something with is scale. A, it's like a, a side dish or a salad dish or something. Yeah. It's bigger than my palm and taller than I was thinking it would be. So this recipe, if made well in advance... No, so you're not stressing out. I think yes. it's very impressive, very tasty, but, like, I wouldn't make this for a dinner party? I'm thinking, like, when I thought individual ones, I'm thinking, oh, okay, you have, like, a dinner party with, like, six or eight people or something, and you and bring this out. everyone has
0: their own personal little dessert. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. God, that would take forever.
0: Yeah. Well, then I would definitely go with, like, the individual, the singular cake, mm-hmm. because it still looks you know, presentation worthy, Definitely. but then you don't have to do each one of them painstakingly. Yeah. But I will say that I, it's supposed to set up in the fridge overnight because of the gelatin and the mousse. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it did because I would have tried to make it Sunday morning if it didn't say that. And I would have been <laughs> freaking out <laughs> because of how long it took. And then about it not fitting in the springform pan and yeah. trying to, I was like, I figured I would make the parchment paper collar and then I realized, oh, tape doesn't stick to parchment paper. <laughs> so I'm trying every type of tape in the house, which they had like four types of tape in their house. Thank goodness. I'm like, oh, duct tape is the only thing that works. That's nice. That's why in the the picture I sent you of the top. <laughs> let me see if I can find that. Yeah. You, you can, can see the duct see tape. That thing you can see the duct tape. The huge thing of duct tape. It was only on the outside of the paper. The duct tape did not come into contact with the cake. But still, it's like, wow, that's kind of junky. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it looks really good. And yeah, both of these are great for for your spring kind of festivities. And the raspberry flavor is just delicious. And everything is wonderful if you put five hours into yes. it.
0: And if you have a dishwasher. I also feel like it's something that could be really, uh, really fun to play with, with the fresh fruit on top and the, you know, different flavors of fruit-flavored mousse you can make, along with either doing a whipped cream or a jam or a mascarpone thing on top. Like, I feel like you could do a lot of really fun and delicious flavor combinations by just looking at the components. Yeah. Oh, I ha- I did have another question. Um, It says actually aside from the egg yolks that are in the raspberry curd that makes up my mousse the mousse recipes look kind of similar you know there's cooked down berry puree there is some a little a little bit of gelatin for setting it up some butter and cornstarch and sugar so how did yours set up was it still kind of smooth and creamy like almost like a whipped cream or something like that, or was it more gelatinous?
1: I would say it was not whipped creamy. It was slightly more on the gelatinous side, but like not not too much. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with the texture.
0: I was pretty happy with the texture of mine too. I just, you know, expecting this kind of texture when we made something called shampoo champagne mousse. Oh, yes. And then having something very alien come out. <laughs> uh, anytime you're playing with gelatin and aren't really sure how the proportions of liquid to gelatin are going to affect each other, it's kind of interesting to see what happens in the end product.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this this came out very moussey, which was nice. The, uh, the mascarpone cream, actually, I would, I think next time I would put a little bit more whipped cream to mascarpone in the ratio because it's... It was, like, a little bit thicker, and I would have liked a more consistent texture between that and the the mousse.
0: Oh, so it was it was a little, like, denser and heavier just... than the mousse was? Yeah. 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 But, I mean, not too much. It was still really good. So, um, I'm looking at, I, I'm still looking at the mousse recipe here. Did you follow this exactly? Other than changing uh, yes. the strawberry puree to raspberry puree? Yes. Even even doing the gluten free flour blend, that seems really interesting to add.
1: Oh no, this is Oh this that's recipe. for the shortbread. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a shortbread with the mousse on top, so
0: Ah so it it doesn't have them separated, that's why I'm confused.
1: Yeah, the ingredient list is just everybody together. So there's no there is no cornstarch in it that's for the
0: tartlet. Right, and there's no butter in it either.
1: Nope. It's just the puree, gelatin
0: heavy cream and sugar. Uh, heavy cream. Yeah. Huh, well, that's very simple. I like that. Uh-huh. I th- I might have to try doing that as just a fruit mousse because mousses are yummy.
1: They are. and They go so well with so many things or by themselves.
0: Mm. So we have another success in our hands. Yes, we do. Woo-hoo. Not just keeping busy, but keeping awesome.
1: <laughs> that's right. And I think this is the most complex thing. I said this earlier, but I'm repeating it. Most complex thing that I've done, and it came out pretty. So there.
0: Take that, world. It is exciting to make something that not only pleases in the flavor department, but you look at and say, yeah, I want to eat that.
1: I feel like that never happens
0: to me personally. (laughs) Me too. I have that same problem. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people where the tagline ends up being, well, I'd rather have something that tastes good than looks good. Yes. I'm more concerned with how it tastes. And people are like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> because you just served me what looked like a pile of awful. And then I tasted it and it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Thank you. That's
1: the best compliment I, I aim for these days. Yes.
0: <laughs> I figure if people eat it, that's the most I can hope for. Right. Mm -hmm. nothing's worse than bringing a home-baked something somewhere and having it not get touched
1: yeah that's really sad
0: so that brings us to all the other stuff we've been doing which is nothing Nothing. Yay! (laughs) so to be completely honest it's only been one
1: week since we recorded the last episode oh i shouldn't say that
0: no (laughs) it's okay i was just saying how yesterday was easter so
1: yeah people can do the math on that I'm really glad that this recipe was so complex in some ways to distract me from the fact that my baby did not arrive. I know, how confusing. Silly baby. So I'm still waiting for that. Baby, what you doing in there? You get the heck out of there. But since we both finished the recipe, we thought might as well get one in the bag for later. So
0: excuse us
1: if we haven't had a lot of time to
0: do anything else. (laughs) Honestly, not that I would have given an extra week. That's yeah. That's probably the truth right there.
1: After the holidays is a tough
0: time to do stuff. For motivation. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, why would I do anything? I just finished. Right. <laughs> it's time to take a break.
1: But I would still like to try and make something for, I don't know, I like to have a goal, even if it's unrealistic and the baby arrives Tomorrow and I can't do it. So what is it? The idea that I had that you can veto is I feel like we've been talking shortbread a little bit.
0: Shortbread, yes. I love shortbread. I love almost everything about shortbread except when I fail at it. <laughs> so I recently
1: bought from Trader Joe's a box of, it was called pinks and whites, which is just shortbread iced with either pink or white frosting and little sprinkles on top. And I just ate my way through that box so fast.
0: I um, they were delicious. The mop, because I want to see what they look like. They are cute. They are they are they just look like little flowers. They look like little flower donuts. Yes. <laughs> they were
1: delicious. And then we were talking when we made the banoffee pie about how that filling. Millionaire would be good shortbread. On. Yes. Yes. So I thought maybe one of those would be fairly simple something shortbread related
0: what do you think I'm on board I am totally on board with shortbread shortbread has so many variations and lovely things you can do with it I just think it's wonderful you can make <laughs> it pretty you can make it simple you can make it fancy it's it's like a, a I want to say that
1: the cracker of the baking world because you can pile anything on top and it's gonna be really good yeah. But even by itself, it's
0: just a good little treat. Maybe dip it in your tea. Wonderful. Wonderful. I agree. So are you going to frame what the idea is here? Or should we just say something shortbread related and let your mind go wherever it wants? I
1: think we should just leave it as something shortbread related. Because I can't decide at this point. I refuse to commit it to, at this point. Because there's just too many things you can do. I need to do some research. There are. Do you have something
0: in mind already? Oh, I don't. Part of me wants to do the millionaire's shortbread because mm-hmm. the last time I did it, it didn't quite come out how I wanted it to. But the other part of me wants to just go with some very fun flavor combination, like maybe have brown butter pecan shortbread sprinkled with something or other. I don't know. <laughs> or rolled in a whozie I haven't decided yet. Ooh, okay. these look good cranberry shortbread with white chocolate and pistachios Ooh, that does sound good they look lovely too it's the shortbread itself is in a round and it has probably dried cranberries in it and then it looks like the outside of the circle was dipped in chocolate like rolled in chocolate and then that white chocolate was rolled in crushed pistachios Oof. that, looks that really sounds really good yummy those are the fun things that you can do with shortbread. Yeah, all fun things. So this is exciting. I like this project.
1: Yay, this will be fun. And, and it's, it's
0: something that's even achievable probably even after you have a newborn.
1: I Yeah, I can go simple if I, uh, if I need to, or I can go crazy complex if I need a distraction. There you go. <laughs> we'll leave it vague and we'll surprise you. Yes, shortbread. Shortbread, shortbread.
0: Shortbread! Everyone loves shortbread. Do it. Do it with us.
1: Yes, do it with us. And if you have a suggestion for a flavor combination, you can send it to keepingbusypodcasts at com. You can check out the pictures of our Charlotte cakes uh, on our Facebook page. Just search for Keeping Busy Podcast.
0: And if you're going to send us your ideas for our shortbread recipes, send them with pictures. Because I don't like recipes without pictures. There needs to be a convincing picture. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. in recipe books, every single recipe should have a picture to go along with it. Or guess what I'm not doing? Making that recipe.
1: (laughs) Yep. You're laying down the hard truths right
0: now, Carrie. I really am. This is how it is.
1: So that's it for us. And uh, until next time,
0: we'll we'll be be keeping busy busy. or being lazy. One or the other.
1: Tune in to find out.